You about to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for this love, Amen. Hallelujah. This morning I'm speaking to you on the topic, the dimensions of faith. Dimensions of faith. Dimensions of faith. The greatest dimension of faith is the faith or the belief that we have in God. The greatest dimension of faith that we have is the faith or the belief that we have in God. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, if you read the um, Berean Standard Bible, the Bible says that he who approaches God must believe or he who comes to God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, give me the BSB um, Bible. Let me read that quickly. It, in, in short, the Bible said he who approaches God must believe, okay, must believe that he is a rewarder. Now, what I want to send out on is the fact that the Bible said he who approaches God. So, anybody who wants to come into God or who wants to encounter God or approaches God, there is an attitude you are supposed to have. The Bible said he who approaches God. If you want to approach him, there's an attitude you are supposed to have. There is a kind of um, virtue you are supposed to, to manifest and that is your belief. If you don't believe God, you can't approach him. Because the platform upon which God can be approached is the platform of belief. The dimension, this dimension is so strong and it's so powerful that we cannot play with it. Because the Bible is very clear as to how we approach God. Everyone has the way to approach him. Now, when David was speaking, David said that enter into his gates with thanksgiving. So David is simply saying that if you want to enter into the gates of God, you don't just walk there. You don't just walk in. There is a way to approach God. There is a way, there is a way to approach doors in life. If you don't know how to come into contact with those doors in life, you will approach them, but they are not going to open for you. Because you approach towards it, it's wrong. But I pray that God will use this message to open your eyes so that you come to a place of revelation, so that your life can be blessed in Jesus' name. Say, I hear you. And I'm not hearing you this morning. So God is the source from which everything emanates. God is the source from which everything flows from. Nothing flows except that which flows from God. God is the greatest of all. He is the one that sits in the circles of the earth. He's the one that controls all things. All things are made by him and they are for him. And so if your faith is in God, that is the greatest dimension. If your belief is in God, that's the greatest dimension of the faith you are supposed to have. And you have to understand that it's very easy for people to have faith in God. It's very easy for people to have faith in God. If you ask anybody, do you believe in God? Oh, yes, he believes in God. If you believe in God, oh, yes, I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I believe in the power of God. Everybody will tell you that I believe in God. But you have to understand that God, by God's own design... God has put a mechanism by which what is in him can be tapped by men. That's what I'm driving at today. God in his own wisdom, 
in his own counsel has set certain mechanism in place, a system by which he has placed what is within his domain so that it can be accessible by men. You see, God is a spirit, but you are living in the realm of the physical, even though we live by the spirit and we live in the spirit. There are things that you need to come into contact with which your physical self cannot come into contact unless your spiritual self is able to make contact with heaven. That is when that which is within the domain of God can be accessible by men. And unfortunately, this is the realm where many of us are found wanting. Many of us are found wanting. Now, you see, you've got your money at the bank. Your money's at the bank. But where your bank is, your bank may, may, be, may be at a place called maybe Tatale or somewhere, very far from where you are. But the bank has put a mechanism, a system in place where you can have access to the same money you have at the bank. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? They have put in a system that will help you. That is the ATM. You can go to the ATM and with your simple card that you have, you can withdraw from your account. But that is not your bank. That's not your bank. But the bank has put in a system by which you can access the same money you deposited. In the same vein, God has also put in a system by which we can receive what he has in himself. Because as you and I are here, we cannot right now say that we are going to heaven and we are climbing up to heaven. We won't get there tomorrow. It will take a long time before we get there. So God in his wisdom has put men in place and has deposited what is within him into them so that we can assess them in the realm in which we live. Is somebody following what I'm talking about? Now faith, according to the Hebrew word, faith is the word imuma or emuma, E-M-U-M-A-H. It means to place trust in. It also means to confide. It means to trust and also means to rely. Now, in Greek methodology, the word pistis is the word for faith. That's P-I-S-T-I-S. I'm driving at a point, so please follow me carefully. It means what? Faith. In the New Testament, the same word is used for faith. Pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. It's the same word for faith. Now, in Hebrew, it's different, and in Greek too, it's different, but they mean the same thing. So in the Hebrew, you find the word emuma, but in the Hebrew, you find pistis, but they mean the same, the same thing. Now, the word believe, according to the Webster edition, I'm running very quickly because I will have to work with time. It means to accept something as true. When you believe in something, it means it is to accept that thing as true. There's no doubt about it. It means to accept it as genuine, and it also means to accept it as real. Faith or belief also means to have a firm, wholehearted conviction. You have a firm belief, it's a wholehearted conviction. That means the totality of your heart is convinced that this thing is true. There's no doubt about it. Nobody can move you away from it. When people have faith or belief, it simply postulates that they are convinced by the facts. When people have faith. It simply postulates that they, they are convinced by the facts. Nothing can change their mind concerning. They are so much convinced. Their heart is involved. Everything about them shows that they are, they are convinced by the facts. But I want to show you something that Jesus, the statement that Jesus made upon which I'm going to preach the message today. 
In John chapter 14, verse 1, Jesus made a very, very strong statement that calls for a study this morning. John 14, verse 1. Jesus made a very strong statement that we need to look at this morning. And that will be the promise upon which I'm going to speak God's word to us in Jesus' name. Now, in John 14, verse 1, Jesus said, let not your hearts be what? Be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus said, believe in God, but believe also in me. Here we find Jesus discovering the reason for their inability to experience that which God has placed upon him. Now look at me. The full capacity of God was domiciled in Jesus. It was put in Jesus. There was power that was radiated and flowing through him. But Jesus realized that the people were not receiving what was coming through him. The people could not connect through what was flowing through him. They could not tap from the wells that the father has placed within him. Their focus was on the father. But the father also has placed all things into his son in the form of a human for him to be on the face of the earth. So the appearance of Jesus was God himself walking in the form of a flesh. So whatever they needed that was in God has already been placed in the man. But they could not receive from him because they were not believing and having faith in him. So Jesus discovering this had to draw their attention and tell them that believe in God. I know you do that, but there's another level you are missing. And that is the reason why you are not contacting what you are looking for. Is somebody follow what I'm preaching? The blockages to the flow of power and miracles was not the devil, but rather the lack of believing the person of the son of God. The reason why they were not getting what they believed God for. The reason why they were not receiving the power that was flowing. The reason why the grace of God could not do anything in their lives was not because they didn't believe in God. It was because they did not believe in the power that was personified in the sonship of Jesus. I pray that somebody will grab this message this morning. I pray somebody will get this. The condition that they found themselves in could not change because their focus was not on Jesus. Now, you don't have to get me wrong. It is not wrong to believe in God because many people believe in God. They believe in God. It is true you believe in God. But what about the vessel that God has placed to be an ambassador for him? What about the medium through which God wants to give you what he wants to give you? That is where most of us fail because our faith is not in that aspect. But I pray your eyes will open to this thing. They couldn't realize the presence of the Father they could not see the glory of the father they could not behold the presence and the power of the father that was manifested in the son in the person of the son I have to, I have to make that word in the person of the son they had to believe in the power of God that was present in the person of the son I have to repeat that again I said they have to do what they have to they could not believe the power of God that was manifested in the person of the son. I'm talking about the person of the son to let you know about the personality of Jesus. Because many of us, we have not seen God before, but we believe in God. But the personalities that God has manifested in, we don't believe. We don't believe. 
So you are looking for God when God, that was the problem with the Jews. They were looking for God whilst God was already in their midst. They were looking for the power, but the power was wrestling with them. They were looking for the grace, but the grace was there with them. They were looking for the anointing, but the anointing was there with them. They were looking for the Savior, but the Savior was right in their midst. But yet their eyes were focused somewhere. The reason why many people come to church and they don't encounter any power that flows from the man of God is that they believe in God, but they don't believe in the person that the oil is flowing through. Can clap if you want to. And that was the problem. Hear me? The power of God is revealed in the person of the Son. And so is His love. God's power and God's grace is revealed in the person of His Son. And so is His love. For God so loved the world that he gave. So the, the, the manifestation of the love of God was what we saw in the giving of his son. That's why Jesus said, he who has the son has the father. You can't get from God. You can't receive from God if you don't believe in the vessel through which God is releasing the power. I'm taking you somewhere. Follow me carefully. You, you cannot receive. The, we live in a generation of Christians who have faith in God and trust him for the supply. Yet the vessel for the supply that God has placed before us, we don't recognize. We believe God for supply. We believe God for a move of God. We believe God for impartation. We believe God for miracles. We believe God for signs and wonders. Yet, the supply of God does not drop from the skies. The supply of God flows through men. It flows through men. It flows through men. This is the reason for a lot of the undue delays we see in our lives. Because we don't believe. People come to church. They sit in the pew, but they don't believe their pastor. They don't believe. Because you, you saw how he ate the banku. You saw it. How he was sweating. You saw him. So you don't believe that. That, that was why when, when the Jews were, the Sadducees and Pharisees, they looked and said, you a man call yourself God? Because they saw him eating. And they think that, they think that as for God, he cannot eat. He doesn't eat human food. They, they, they saw him tired. And how can God be tired? They, they, they saw him looking for water. Said, how can God be looking for water to drink? So when they look at his person, they could not receive the power that was flowing through him. Unfortunately, we have been caught up in the same ticket. We are in the same thing. In the same thing. You come to church. You, you, know, you know how your, your pastor was lying down and when you entered the, the room, he was snoring. So ah, how can this snoring man exude the power of God? You don't have faith in him. So you come to church, he's preaching, you're remembering how he was snoring. You come to church and remember how when, when he's talking, maybe saliva flows from his mouth. Your mind is focused on that one and so you can receive from the person that God has made a conduit for the supply of the spirit. We can't have faith in that. We can't believe in that. We cannot walk in that. In Matthew chapter, in Mark chapter 16 verse 20, please help us with NIV and NLT quickly. Let's see something there. Let's see something there. We saw God doing great and marvelous works. Mark 16, 20, quickly, quickly. Mark 16, 20. I have some little time, quickly. I have to be closing. Can we read together? Mm-hmm. Everybody go. And the disciples went out and preached everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. One more time. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere. 
And the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. These disciples were sent by God and God, made, God designed a dynamic system. And the system that he designed was the system of men. And God used them to be suppliers of his miracles. These were men. These were not angels. These were men. These were personalities. These were people with different forms of behavior and character. Different forms of same and form. These were men who had flesh and blood. But the Bible declares that God working with them. The power of God was supplied through their lives. So anybody who believe in their ministry, anybody who believe in and have faith in them, that's why Jesus said, believe also in me. There is something I have that the Father wants me to give to you. But until you come to me believing, you cannot tap into it. I pray for somebody here this morning that your mind will shift, your mind will be conditioned. Wholeheartedly you'll be convinced that there is a grace God has placed in the form of a man he has positioned in this house so that anything concerning your destiny, there can be a supply through him. If God is supplying, there is a channel through which he supplies. And I pray for somebody that your faith will be conditioned on God but your faith also, the Bible says, believe the Lord your God and you shall be established believe also the also is where we fail the also is where we are not interested in the also is where we don't think about the also is not where we want to connect to but I came to tell you today yes you have faith in God that's enough but there is another level God wants you to get to because where you believe the faith is there the miracle is there but he has released it from that level and he has brought it into a realm where you can assess but where you are looking at you can't get today And the Lord working with them, Matthew 13, 58. And the Lord working with them. And the Lord working with them. And the Lord working with them. Many mighty miracles were brought through their hands. Next week I'll take you and show you the, the exhibits that reveal your faith in the man God has placed. Next week I'll take you there. There are some things that manifest to let us know that you have faith in Matthew 13, 58. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Now, now he, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Now, he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Look at that. Jesus Christ got to the place where among his own people, among his own clan, among his own, his own friends, among his own community, the place that he felt they could celebrate him, they look at him and say, is he not his brothers? Is he not his sisters with us? Don't we know him? Is his father the carpenter? Is he not a carpenter's son? They were looking at him. They, they could not be. That is why I told you about the person of his son. They look at the person and they had a problem. The reason why many people can receive from God is that they are looking at the person and not what is flowing through the person. That's why there were many people walking around Jesus. Whilst Jesus was moving, there were many people, the crowds were with him. But somebody who believed in the person and believed everything about the person, she said, I'm not going to touch even the man. There, I know that the man is too much. Everything about him is too much. So anything that comes into contact with him, hear me, if a man is so loaded that anything that touches him comes under the influence of what the man comes, then that man is, is a dangerous person. There is something in this house that many people have not come to a place of believing. If your faith can rise to that level, even if you come into the church, once you believe you are in this atmosphere, Something can happen to you. Even though no man has said any word to you. There is a grace of God function in this house. Whether there is service here or there is no service. The power of God is always resident in this place. It's always there. It's always there. It's always here. The Bible said he could not. Look at that. He did not do many, many miracles. He couldn't do them. He didn't do them. 
Why? Because of their unbelief. It was not their unbelief in God. No, it was their unbelief in Jesus. Let me say it again. It was not their unbelief in God. No. That's why people say, oh, but I serve God. I've been serving God all this while. I don't see anything. When I go to do nothing, you know why? Because your faith is also not in the vessel God has placed. Your faith is not there. Your faith is not there. And that is where God has put the miracle. Oh, I wish I can preach this further. That is where God has put the miracle. The Bible said, because of their unbelief, look at Jesus, the custodian of power, the anointed one. He himself was walking. He was in the midst of them. And the Bible said, now he did not do many mighty works because of their unbelief. He couldn't do them. He had the anointing, but anointing could not flow. If water is flowing in abundance and people are still thirsty, then it means that they are not connected. Oh, I wish I could talk to someone about this. I said, if water is in abundance and people are still thirsty, it means that they are not connected. Because as long as you are connected, something must flow. Oh, Jesus, help me. As long as you are connected, surely something must flow into your life. The powerhouse, the hub of all goodness was ready with them. But they didn't see closer. It did not profit them. He walked in the midst of them. The manifested hub of the power. The full house of glory was walking in the midst of them. But they saw him as a man. Say so you a mere man compare yourself with God. They saw him as a man. They saw him as ordinary. They said ah but you you are not even 30 years. Eh? And you are saying that you are older than Abraham. Before Abraham, you were? Is that what you are saying to us? They, they, they had a problem with him. And many people, you come to church, you have a problem with the grace of God in the house. You have a problem. You have a problem. You have a problem. And that's why you are not receiving. And you will not receive until you change your mind. You can't. You can't. Nothing happened to the people who walk around Jesus. They got nothing. I told you, they got nothing. Judas followed Jesus for many years. He followed him. He fed him. He washed his feet. He did everything he must do for him. But the man did not change because he never connected. His heart was somewhere else. Jesus stood in the midst of them. Are you aware of the harm you have caused yourself and your generation by the level of unbelief you have exhibited? Are you conscious of it? Do you know how you are, you are affecting your generation by your lack of faith and belief in the vessel God has placed? The Israelites, whilst God sent Moses to come deliver them, the Egyptian and an Israeli were in a fight and he needed to help them. In, in his bid to To come to the rescue, they said to him, who made you a judge over us? They had a problem with this person. Who made you a judge? Who has asked you to come and do what you are doing? Do you have a problem rising on your feet with a person? Oil is flowing in abundance. The grace of God 
is overflowing. Let not your heart be troubled. Jesus said, you are, you are allowing your heart to be troubled. You are allowing so much confusion in your heart. The tension is too much. The troubles are too many. But there is a way to come out of it. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Is that not what we read? He said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, but believe also in me. The anointing you don't regard cannot be functional in your destiny, no matter how long you stay with it. No matter how long you sit by the brook. The man sat by the brook for 38 years. His problem was that he couldn't tap into it. From the same pool, the lame, the blind, the crippled, they were being healed. From the same pool. But he lied by it. The one who wrote that story was very right. With the right choice of words. He said, many laid by it. Not far from it. Many laid by it. Others were connected. The, the miracle is about if you can connect. It's not about lying by it. It's not about walking by it. It's about tapping and connecting to it. Jesus said, I'm walking around you. I am the grace. I'm the anointed one. I'm the savior. Everything you're looking for, I am. But why are you not becoming it? Why are you not flowing it? Because your faith is only in God. Believe also in me. He said, believe also in me. He said, believe also in me. That's why when Peter, Peter said, where shall we go? Because Peter knew who he was. He said, you are the bread of life. You are the one who carries all things. Where do we go? We have nowhere to go. Everything is from you. have been blessed by this broadcast contact me on phone via plus two three three two four four six nine four two nine nine or email me on propwilly at gmail.com that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at gmail.com Follow me on my social media platforms, Facebook page at Prophet William Addison Podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Instagram handle and Twitter handle at Prof. Willie, that is P-R-O-P-H-W-I-L-L-I-E at Prof. Willie. And if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to Christ, say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen.